0: Sometimes as we've made New Year's goals, we we make these goals and then life hits us, we get back to work, the holidays are over, everything's back to school, and the reality of life kind of hits us. And some people abandon their goals completely and say, you know what, nah, it's just not reality. I can't do that. I can't become what I hoped to become when I was making these plans over the holidays. And they abandon their goals. What, what can we do to help us accept the reality of our situation, but not the finality of it and push through the obstacles and become the people that we would like to become? So I want to read a quote to you that will help us dive into an important subject today. It's one that came from a book we highly recommend it, The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews, where the fictional character of Anne Frank says something to a man who's gone back in time and visited with her, and he's just so struck by her optimism. And he says, don't you know what's going on in your life? Don't you know you're this captive that you're hiding from an army that if they find you, they're you know, they're going to put you in a concentration camp type thing. And, and he asked her how she could remain so optimistic. And she said this, I do not deny the reality of my situation. I deny the finality of it. And sometimes as we've made New Year's goals, yeah. New Year's resolutions. We we make these goals and then life hits us. We get back to work, the holidays are over, everything's back to school. And the reality of life kind of hits us. And some people abandon their goals completely and say, you know what? Nah, it's just not reality. I can't do that. I can't become what I hoped to become when I was making these plans over the holidays. Yep. And they abandon their goals. Yeah. What, what can we do to help us accept the reality of our situation, but not the finality of it and push through the obstacles and become the people that we would like to become?
1: Well, I think what you said there is the key is that we don't, not abandoning it, but, but re- recognizing that our reality may have changed, right? That the there are things that pop up that can change the, the plan that we had, the, the plan was to do X, Y, and Z every day at these times in order to reach this goal, or it was to do this every night before I went to sleep or, or whatever that, that and you, you had your specific goals and times and everything was written out, ready to go. But then the truth is life happens, right? And, and, and it, it's, it's not possible or it becomes very difficult to reach all of those. And so then we have the choice, right. To accept this new reality and make some course corrections or to throw our hands up and say, okay, I'm accepting that it's not going to work and give up. And what Anne Frank's that, that whole message right there was that I understand that the reality I'm dealing with is this is going to be really hard, but I don't accept that I can't still live and do and and maybe get through this and and still be optimistic and fight. And I'm not going to just give up. Right. And so and we're a couple of weeks into to 2023 and we're all realizing like we do every year that intentions as is, is, you know well off as they may have been, um, life throws us curveballs and every day or week we're dealing with new obstacles and things that make it harder to reach our goals. But I think the key to being resiliency is accepting the new reality and instead of giving up, just tweaking the course a little bit. We may not be able to reach the goal that we set. But how close can we get to it, right? Or, or can we make some adjustments in other areas of our life so we can make time still for the original goal that we set? We just have to be creative maybe and and sit down and, and refocus our efforts on how can I still pull this off rather than just saying, okay, nice try and, and give up on it.
0: Right. I hear you saying you adjust, you don't abandon. Yeah, exactly. All right like a great football coach will that's it, now we're into the first quarter a little bit you see what life's hitting you with yeah now a good offensive coordinator is going to say okay i see what they're doing i see what life's bringing now yeah. we need to make a few adjustments so we can still score touchdowns. We don't throw our hands up in the air and go, ah, dang it, man. Yeah. We were hoping to score touchdowns, but yeah. now we're not going to be able to score a touchdown. Yeah. We're not,
1: we're not, we, we wanted to throw for 500 yards today and throw seven touchdown passes, but we're not going to. So let's just lose 60 to nothing. You figure out another way to move the ball and 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 the the, the good coaches do that, right? You You get creative and you figure out another way and maybe you win the game 10 to three it becomes a defensive type struggle and you got to do something with the clock management or you got to change personnel or whatever. And I think that's a great example, Shad, that that's, um, you know, and you look at sports and really you could, you could use that same example you just gave in in a lot of different ways um, in basketball or in sports use basketball, for example, if your best player's being having an off night, or they're double teaming him and he just can't get his shots off. Okay. Well, somebody, we're not going to give up on the goal to still try to run our offense, but somebody else is going to have to step up now. And so, you know, maybe in our life, we're, we need to go to somebody else and say, Hey, I had this goal. It's getting really hard because of A, B, and C. Could I lean on you for some help? Because I think, and that's when we need to lean on our friends and our people who say, Hey, I'm here to support you. I'm here. Okay. Well, I need your support. I need you to do a little bit more to help me. And I think good friends will say, yeah, I can help you there. I can, you know, but do we have the foresight and the optimism, I guess, to look beyond the problem and still see the solution and just say, okay, I'm not going to go maybe over this mountain. I'm going to go around it and I'm going to use some people to help me go around it. Um, But I got to talk and ask for, for changes you know, and and figure it out another way. Sometimes in golf, you may not, it's windy, it's raining. So you don't give up on the course because I don't like playing in the wind and rain. You play different clubs. You try to, you have to hit different shots. You have to play the course differently. It's, you just adjust. You don't give up. You don't quit golf.
0: Yeah. And I also love something you said there that instead of using our imagination, ingenuity and energy to come up with, excuses, use the, all those things, just, just direct them a different direction and look for solutions. Yeah. Okay. The reality of life is hitting me. Our, our morning routine is not going to allow me to get up, get going and get to the gym. can't, I can't do that. So instead of saying, I'm not going to go to the gym this year, we could just say simply, okay, so when can I work out? You know, it's that adjustment. It's, yeah. it's not the abandonment. Another thing yep. that I think I would love to hear your thoughts on here is our why. I really think that when it comes to maintaining the enthusiasm to to reach a goal, we need to be driven by the why in our life and, and really have a clear why. Why is it that I'm doing what I'm doing? Why is it that I want to achieve this goal? What would you say about remembering your why?
1: I think that might be maybe the most important thing to when we are setting our goals is to write that down and refer back to it because that was our original motivation for setting the goal. And if maybe the why has changed, Chad, right? Like my reason for wanting to do A, B, or C for my team or for my family or for my job or business or something. Maybe it isn't as necessary anymore, you know, or maybe it's been addressed in another way and um, or another something else has popped up that's really more important. And so my why may need to change a little bit. But if 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 my why is really rooted in in a foundational, you know, personal thing, I, I need to do X, Y and Z because I need I want to be a happier person. Then referring back to my my reason for doing this isn't for anything other than I want to be happier. And is this making me happier, right? Maybe we go back to it after a month or two and say, you know what, this really isn't making me happier. I thought it would, but making that more money isn't making me happier or going to the gym all these times. I'm now struggling with, I have body image issues or I have, you know, diet issues now Or I'm, I'm, I'm so focused on food that I'm not enjoying going to dinner with my family or I'm you know, I've got an eating disorder, whatever the things that just pop up because the intention was originally good, but the why, you know what? I'm not reaching that. This isn't going to get me to the why I need to make a little correction. Don't abandon, but adjust. Yeah, I love what you said there. Don't abandon, but adjust. I like that.
0: Well, and I think that the why I read a book, Atomic Habits, I've referenced a few times on the podcast, I think, but where the person said the most effective way to make goals is to make to be goals, not to do goals. And if you identify what you want to become, then it's easier to to stay with your goals. And so, for example, the difference between saying I'm going to eat less than 1500 calories a day, you know, someone who might be going into the new year and saying, I want to I want to lose a little weight or or whatever. He's saying it's it's more effective to say, I want to be a healthy person. Yeah. I am a healthy person. I am a person who is active and exercises. And if we focus on the kind of person we want to be instead of the things that we want to do, he he implies in that book, after doing a lot of study, James Clear is his name, that to-be goals are more effective in the long run than to-do goals. And especially if those to-be goals really aim at who we want to be. So the question is, what kind of person do we want to be on December 31st, right? Uh, What kind of person do we want to be? And, And if we can be resilient, if we can adjust instead of abandon, if we could call an audible instead of Instead of just walk off the field like, look, they got this covered, right? Yeah. It, if we could really focus on, okay, I want to be this on December 31st, 2023. I want to be this. That why can get us up in the morning. It can It can help us have enthusiasm toward the things that are becoming hard to do. One of my favorite quotes, I forget where I heard it. Lindsey Robbins, I think, is the one who said it but he said the the secret to success in life is to be able to go from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm yeah. <laughs> right yeah. i love that i just i love yeah, that thought like we're all going to fail this year we're all going to not keep our goals Can you go from failure to failure? Can you laugh at yourself and not take yourself too seriously? Because the truth of the matter is, is if you eat better or exercise or whatever the goal might be related to um, financially, okay, so you have a bad day, you go out, you walk into a store, you just start splurging. It's not a good financial day. Don't abandon, just laugh at yourself and be like,
1: gosh, dang it, I fell back into it. Yeah. And then... Get back at it, you know. Yep, yep. And get back at it, and and for parents, you know, or coaches. Shad, we talked about this on a podcast just a month ago, but I told you before we started this episode, I wanted to just touch on this again because in my own personal life, I've I've seen it actually help me recently, and that is, I think it'd be wise for us to talk to our our children or our athletes about this idea of find a mentor or find somebody who is successful at what it is that you're trying to be successful at and ask them for help and advice and and maybe especially advice on how did you handle the moments when it was difficult to to do a b or c um or life did get in the way like what did you do obviously you were still able to you know to, to reach this goal, and can you give me some help and advice because I'm struggling or I'm afraid I'm, I'm not going to be able to accomplish it because of this, whatever. But to go talk to people who have already had success or reached that level that you're trying to get to and ask for their help. I think too often we trust Google or we trust the book or we trust, you know, Siri or something more than asking a question of a computer, more than going and asking somebody that a human being for help,
0: especially someone who we know has actually done it. Cause so there's yeah. lots of theories out there. You and I have both seen them. I'm sure you've seen it being a professional quarterback coach, right? Yeah. And then you see sometimes the advice that, that people are giving in an online video or something like that. You're like, Oh, I yeah. hope none of those I coach see that, that video, right? Yes. Because Perfect. you actually yeah. know uh, the impact that, that would have. And so when you find someone that is doing the thing successfully that you want to do and maybe ask them questions, not just how do you do it, but how have you stayed motivated? You know, um, I, I recently, you know, this, but had an injury that kept me out of the gym for a little while, you know, and it's interesting. I get back to the gym. Now I, I let my calf heal and And I'm back to the gym and and I'm going. There's a lot of new people. But the ones that are really in shape, they were the same people that were there three years ago. Yeah. same time, every morning, you know. So a good question for them might be, how have you maintained the motivation to get up and do this every day? How have you maintained the habit of this? Like, I have come sporadically for the last three years and I always see you here. How do you get yourself out of bed? Like, what do you do? What do you tell yourself? That's super valuable. When we start hitting those obstacles, having conversations with people who've got to where we want to get will not only enhance our why and give us that motivation, that fuel to get out of bed and, and to get going on our goals or, or whatever it might be, but it also will give us some knowledge about how we can stay a little bit more consistent and, yeah I think that's so important to do. It's yeah. so hard for some people to do.
1: We are we have well-intentioned goals and well-intentioned uh, you know habits that we're trying to create and we're we're working on them. We all know that at some point something's gonna make that difficult. And then I think the question of resiliency and of of your why really comes into play. and if we haven't written down maybe, This is my why and when anything that gets in the way happens, I'm going to be prepared and I'm going to adjust and then when it comes, all right, I'm going to my toolbox. I've got this tool. I'm going to call so-and-so and ask him for help or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take two days off, readjust my why and get back at it again. But I'm not just going to say, okay, this was hard. I gave it a good effort for a month and then go backwards. I think that's what most of us do because we just, we get, you know, the, what we've talked about embracing the boredom of consistency, you know, we don't embrace it. We lightly hold on to it and it gets away from us because we're not embracing the boredom of consistency. And we're not in recognizing that we are going to have to be resilient, which means we are going to face hard times during this. And when those hard times come, recognize this is part of the process this was i knew this was going to happen but i already determined that my why is more important and i'm going to get through this by now going to my resources going to my toolbox and what are those things that we can lean on and and ask for help with or do differently and i think that's how we get through deeper into the year at at reaching our goals or or maybe accepting new realities and adjusting our goals but not giving up
0: awesome so by way of review we don't deny the reality of our situation we deny the finality of it if we aren't where we want to be that's okay we don't need to deny that we aren't where we want to be but but deny the finality of it i'm going to get where i want to be make solutions not excuses remind yourself of the why adjust and don't abandon Itself, you know, we're all going to face it. We're all going to butt up against those times where it becomes more difficult. I also might add one more, Dustin. I, you know, I, with some of the other things I do, I'll share this specific example because it might be something that someone's dealing with, right? Yeah, I've tried to help some some people overcome an addiction to pornography. Yeah, and um, I would meet with them regularly, and I would talk with them. And one of the things I I realized as they would kind of come in and they would talk to me and they would say, you know, I, ah, I, I did this, this, this week and uh, you know, I made this mistake. This happened again, this happened again. And one time I just kind of, I think it was inspiration but I said, dude, stop. I don't want to hear about your failures anymore. Yeah. I want you to tell me about your successes. I think too often we start when reality of life hits us and it becomes hard to keep our goals, we start beating ourselves up, even though we're making progression, that we aren't making it as fast as we want or we aren't being as consistent as we want. And so then we're like, man, I, you know, I'm the same person I've always been. When that's not true, we've actually started to make some progression, and we've started yeah. to get a little bit better, and we've started up that mountain. We aren't to the top yet. But the hike has got a little hard. But we're further up the mountain than when we, you know, than a couple of weeks ago. And um, and so I started to have people come in and tell me about their successes. And uh, I would say, hey, I want you to tell me about a time when you were you were thinking about looking at pornography and you didn't, or you were thinking about drinking alcohol and you didn't. I want to I want to mind that experience a little bit more. What was it that allowed you to have the strength not to do it? What was it that that kept you from indulging in that that thing that you wanted to root out of your life? And as we started to talk more about successes and learn from our excesses instead of just constantly beating ourselves up about the failures? Yeah. I saw more progression and, and, you know, you apply that, for example, to someone who's trying to eat a healthier diet, you know, instead of beating yourself up about eating a cinnamon roll once before you go to bed, just think, man, this last week, I actually did really, really well. There was, there was three or four days where I ate super healthy. And then there was those two or three days that got away from me. But the truth is that that person is way healthier If they're eating now four days of of healthy eating and staying away from the things they want to stay away from than they were when they were eating seven days unhealthy. And so I think looking at that progression and not beating ourselves up, but analyzing our successes, not just our failures, going back to that game tape analogy, I'm sure you do this as a football coach and with your quarterbacks. Break down the plays, they do well as well. Yeah. You know, don't just go and find the four interceptions and say, let's let's talk about what happened there. But yeah. hey, look at this read you made and what did you see? And so analyzing su- our successes, not just our failures. I think we beat ourselves up too much as we try to grow.
1: As, as long as we're taking two steps forward for every one step back, we're still progressing. Yeah. So that's not to say we're not going to have a backward step let's just say, let's have more forward steps than backward steps, and we're still progressing and we're eventually gonna get there. We may get there, may take a little longer, but these, these goals are, are uh, sometimes take a little bit longer because of obstacles and life and different things. But if we can take two steps forward and then we take a step back, well, let's just take two steps forward tomorrow. And then if we take a step back, we're still moving forward. And we're gonna have days where we take five steps forward we may have a day where we take five steps back but just keep trying to make the, the wins more than the losses and i think eventually we'll get there and if it doesn't happen by march 1st which was the goal it happens by may 1st so be it that's life most of us don't reach the goal on the date we set it to we we have to give ourselves a, another weekend to get it done right and and that's that's okay it's just the in the process we're learning a lot and uh and we are, like you said, we are getting better. It's just, we're too focused sometimes on the, you've talked about this multiple times, on the outcome that we forget all that's happening in the process, because we get too outcome-oriented, or we call it process over podium, right? That we, in the, in the process, there are a lot of lessons being learned. We'll get to the podium eventually, but let's not forget that, this process is teaching us a lot of things. We are getting better. Hang in there. Keep fighting, and uh, and when you come to struggles, ask for help, and don't abandon. I I, I love it, man. I, I that's my I guess final thoughts on it. And and but I think what you just said there is spot on, man.
0: I love this poem, Dustin. Maybe to end with this, it's the poem about the sundial. There's a sundial at one of our academies, uh, one of our colleges, that is, has this poem on it. It says this, The shadow by my finger cast divides the future from the past before it sleeps the unborn hour in darkness and beyond thy power. Behind its unreturning line, the vanished hour no longer thine. One hour alone is in thy hands, the now on which the shadow stands. And sometimes when we realize that, that even what's happened the last couple of weeks, dang it, man, yesterday I didn't keep that goal as well as I wanted to, or I didn't get to the gym, or I didn't whatever it might be. Yeah. Well, you have no power over that hour anymore. Yeah. You only have the power right now. And part of being resilient is realizing that and accepting that and saying, yesterday I took a step or two back. But the only thing I have power over is the opportunity to take a few steps forward and not get so discouraged by our back steps that we stop moving forward. And so that's a key to resilience. is just realizing right now, as you're listening to this right now, you have no power over 5 minutes ago you only have power over what's happening right now and so just adjust don't abandon and you can get where you want to get might take you a little longer to get there than you thought but if you'll adjust instead of abandon you'll get there and that's part of resilience that patience to keep going and embrace the boredom of consistency that that's what will get there and by the way that that even that phrase as you were saying it we don't embrace the boredom of perfection we're we're just looking for consistency not perfection so consistency suggests that there may be times where we don't do it but more often than not over this next year we're going to keep that goal that we set we aren't going to abandon we're just going to adjust and and if we're consistent we'll get where we want to get those are my final thoughts on it
1: i love it man awesome
0: all right Well, hey, everyone, we got some exciting episodes coming up. We got some great guests coming up this year. We're excited for that. Thank you so much for joining the Sportlight Podcast. Eyes up, do the work. This has been the Sportlight Podcast from Especially for Athletes, sponsored by Coca-Cola. You can learn more about Especially for Athletes by visiting the website at especiallyforathletes.org. You can also learn more about the book, The Sportlight, by Shad Martin and Dustin Smith at book.